When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. What's going on, everybody? We are back. This is episode 196. So what are we doing this week? I seem to remember the cube demanding a cult uh-huh. for you. Yes. That motherfucker is weighted because we rolled that thing multiple times afterwards. And it was like four out of six times you got a cult. Yes. And then I asked you via text message. I said, shall I bring out the heavy guns? And I was like, I mean, we're getting close to 200. Might as well do a big one. And I texted you. The certain cult, and you, I said, I, go I for. I said, don't even remember which one it was. And I said, <clears throat> yes, and you said, yes, go for it. And so, I have been. So I, I was like, okay, so this is the first one where I can honestly say I haven't hated anyone. I haven't hated myself. I haven't wanted to punch a hole in the wall from actually reading anything about this. Okay. So, so this week we're taking a trip for some of us down memory lane to a group of nutty people that we remember hearing about in the 1990s. Some of us remember them, some of us don't. You know, back in the 1900s as people nowadays say, you fucking makes right. me feel old. Yeah. <clears throat> uh so we're going to be Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's gate. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was terrible. Also, the first cult that we've covered that anybody else has actually fucking heard of. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I mean, they were kind of a big deal. I mean. Yeah. Nike, so, had, a, Nike had an investment there. Yeah. I mean. So if you didn't get that little reference, uh, that little tune that I kind of, you know. You gotta remember, most of the people that listen to this are like our ages, so they're like, "Okay, I get the Guns and Roses uh, thing." All right. Well, if you didn't, you're and too also, young. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. But we're talking about the cult Heaven's Gate. Yeah. This group came into our lives when 39 bodies were found in a suburb of San Diego, California, a whale's vagina, California. Yes. Uh, they went by they went by many names over the years, like. Human individual metamorphosis, or H I M for short. So him, weird. Uh, uh, Bow and Peep, uh, and Total Overcomers Anonymous. That sounds like a sexual problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they totally overcome, and oh, I mean, if you once you once you I, overcome, you know, you honestly, I think this come. is the only cult we've covered where nobody came. <laughs> 
I mean, there was no like. Hey, there, there was some coming, but not some going. Yeah, no. What I'm saying is like this is the only one where it's not like, hey, uh, I need all your money, and I'm gonna fuck your wife. All the rest uh, of them so far have been exactly that. No, see this except this... for Twelve Tribes, where it's like I'm gonna need all your money, and I'm gonna beat your kids. Yes. Because if your kids are bad, yeah. we're going to beat them. There's some cults where it's like, I'm going to need all your money, and I'm going to fuck your kids. <laughs> no. That, oh. Yeah. We, Catholic no. Church. Oh. <laughs> Not a cult or a recognized whatever. But. Yeah. So, the group was founded by Marshall H. Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. That's not his real last name, is it? What? Applewhite. It I, is. I thought he changed it. No, um, Applewhite is his legit name. Well, I know um, he looks like a fucking bobblehead. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Applewhite, let's talk about those leaders, and we'll start with Marshall Applewhite. Applewhite jeans and boots with the fur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm surprised they made it that far, actually. Oh, shit. Boots with the fur. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Also, for anybody that's not in their late 20s to early 30s, yeah. Some of you will go, what the fuck's he talking about? Nah, it's okay. They were The rest of us just, you know, they were have, not definitely, have sore knees when we wake up. They were definitely not looking at her. They might have been. Oh, probably not. She was, not. she was not attractive. Well, I, I didn't find any pictures of her when she was younger. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of guess. She was older. Yeah. I mean. Take an iron to her and be like, oh, get rid of the wrinkles. Well, uh, Applewhite was born on May 17th, 1931 in Spur, Texas. He grew up in a nomadic but close-knit family. His father, Marshall Sr., was a well-known Presbyterian minister uh, who moved his family from around southern Texas, building and founding churches. So they're church gypsies. Yes, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't. Well, I mean, you had like the old school, I mean, like I, the traveling fucking. Uh, well, yeah, the circus tent gypsies. Well, not gypsies. Those yeah, were like the. Uh, the those, those were the we're gonna lay hands on you and yeah yeah and yeah fucking just smack the dog shit out of you and be like you ain't got cancer anymore. No, and then uh, get bit in the face with a rattlesnake. Yes, um, because you know Southern or that's Southern Baptist. Is it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're fucking weird. Whatever they are. Well, I mean, it's a lot. A lot of that's down south. You don't. Yeah. I don't talking know if, in tongues and yeah, backhanding, backhanding the Lord into people. <clears throat> Come up here, brother! I somebody, can save so, you. Somebody will tell me exactly what that is. Like I don't know what flavor of Christianity it is, I, but I know it's one of them. Evangelical. Maybe? I think those are just the super preachy ones that are on TV. Okay. Um, I think we can all agree Joel Olstein is an asshole, though. I don't know. Oh, he's the he's the the douche with the giant mega churches that whenever there's a, 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 a like a fucking uh, natural disaster, he locks the doors. Nope, sorry, can't help. I don't. Yeah, I, he's a I, douche. I, I will take your word for it. I have absolutely no clue. He's a douche. I don't. Uh, I don't follow anything that has to do with. Uh, he looks like a marionette world. puppet of Tim Allen's character from Home Improvement. Okay. With the hair and everything, yeah. Okay. He's an asshole. <clears throat> but he's not a cowboy. No. Right? No. What? Home Improvement? He wasn't a cowboy? No. Dude, that's, that... that's very not true. No. I, for some reason, my brain went to... Which one of us just had a stroke? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't have a stroke. I, I for, may have. <laughs> I, for some reason, went... 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know went, if Tim Allen's ever I played a cowboy. To- I went to Toy Story, and I thought you said Woody Allen. No, Woody uh, Allen's the creepy little old Jewish guy I, that married his, his his daughter. And then I thought something about like Woody, and then the character that was Woody. Tom Hanks. I know, buddy. My listen, <laughs> we we wow. My brain kind of took like a fucking left hand turn out in Albuquerque, and then fucking made a right. That and you then... didn't take a left hand turn. It took you <laughs> fucking slammed on the brakes and shot itself through the front of your head. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Fucker. God damn. <laughs> you know, this is how this shit goes. Oof. Fuck. That's all right. Well, them and their gypsy uh, you know, family moving around all the places and everything. They finally did settle, though, in Corpus Christi. And that is where Marshall Jr. graduated from high school in 1948. He graduated from Austin College in 1952, where he uh, had studied philosophy. And then he enrolled at the Union Theological Seminary in, of Virginia. Oh, no. Yes, he thought he was going to be a priest like his daddy. Well, I mean, he, he, he kind of. <laughs> I mean. He kind of. Um, yeah, he wanted to follow in his father's footsteps, but he footsteps. would later drop out. Because, I mean. <laughs> I guess it wasn't for him. I don't know. Or maybe he liked to have the sex too much or something. I don't know. It never really said. Um, he would take a job as a musical con- uh, coordinator for a, a Presbyterian church near Charlotte, North Carolina. So he played the organ. Or the flute. When was the last time you saw a church with a fucking flautist in it? <laughs> it's, it's an organ player. It's like well... the only two things that, that people that play the organ do... Our church and basketball games. When you possibly... So he would uh, get married uh, the same year uh, that he joined, uh, became the coordinator for the church, uh, to Ann Pierce, uh, who was a fellow Texan. White lady, huh? Yep. yep. <laughs> Name like that. Uh, they would go on to have two children, but... For an unknown reason, which I think it was probably because he liked to, uh, he liked, he liked playing the organ. Yeah. Okay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, their marriage didn't last and they got divorced. Fair. Uh, and, and she, did she take Johnny Appleseed with her or? He <laughs> uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. I just assume that one of them's name is John being that oh, way. I have no clue. I have no clue what their, uh. What little Bonnie and Clyde are named or whatever. No, I mean, they're, they're pretty white. So one of them is probably, I'm going to say John Dang. and Susie, I would guess. Ooh, John and Susie. Those are white 70s names. I would think like, I, okay, I could say like, I could see like John and Mary, maybe. Maybe. You know, I mean, never know. Unless you get Vermont white and you get like you, Clyde. What? You've never, you've never heard the name you, Clyde? Oh, dude, we got some fucking. Euclid? Oh no, Euclid. E U C L Y D E. Euclid. Euclid is fucking ridiculous. Oh no, that's the last name of the family is the Euclid. The Euclid family. No, there's a Quinell with that first name too. He used to come into Blue Sea Hall all the time, huh. Goldfeller. But Okay. Uh, yeah. Interesting. It's like Eugene. You just go by Gene, because fucking Eugene is weird. Hey, I have a cousin named Eugene. Does go by Gene? Uh no, he goes by Eugene, but some call him Gene. I call him Gene because I'm uncomfortable with that name. I call him Eugene, yeah. and he, he he's fine with it. Whatever works, you know. 
It's, uh, it's like my dad with Marshall. Doesn't like the fucking name Marshall. Hates it. I don't know if you ever called him that, because I'm pretty sure he'd kill me. He absolutely hates it. He he, he refer, gets called Mickey. No. Oh. You know, because he just fucking hates the it's name like, Marshall. My, my dad's name on his birth certificate is Jerry. Not no, Gerald. it's not. It's, it's Gerald. It's Jerry. No. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. It's like your mom's Peggy. She's Peggy, not Margaret. Yeah. Uh, so in 1954, he would be drafted into the Army. Uh, he spent two years in the Army, Signal Corps. Uh, he would be stationed in Salzburg, Austria, uh, and White Sands, New Mexico. So Signal Corps, would that make him a flagget from last week? Oh. <laughs> a flagist? Or? No, a flagget. Oh. We had somebody... Uh, Joanna commented on it. She's like, I like the term flagget. And I'm like, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. What the fuck does the army need flaggers for, though? I, they do a lot of road work? Back then, they fucking did a lot of, like... That was the Navy. Because you have to signal from ship to ship. Last time I checked, the army don't have ships. Uh, listen, I don't know. Okay. They have some fucking asshole ratchet strapped to the wing of a plane throwing <laughs> flags. Yes. Yes. I don't know what he's doing, man, but he looks like he's having some kind of a fit. Oh, he's also doing 700 miles an hour yeah, and trying to wave flags. I mean, probably what they meant by signal was, like, probably more like Morse code Oh, Morse code of flashlights. Yeah, Uh, something like that. I'm guessing. Not some fucking... He wasn't a flagger. Not some spastic NASCAR (laughs) flagger. (laughs) (laughs) Or a local guy with his ex. We need wiggling at you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna go off on a tangent right now because you just mentioned NASCAR. I don't think we've ever been off the tangent this episode. I don't know, okay. but listen, I I you said NASCAR and I thought racing, and then all of a sudden my brain went, "Hey, you gotta bring up the fucking horse race, the Kentucky Derby." Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. Did you fucking see that race? I didn't. I didn't because I don't care, dude. You have to watch the, the like the very end of it. If there's two things I don't care about, it's uppity white folks and horses. Well, listen. The and goddamn a lot of those at the Kentucky Derby. The the horse that won it, okay, jockey horse combination, whatever. Yeah, the guy like basically drove that fucking horse like it was a car. Okay, he, he started off like in the back, weaved his way up through, got stuck in the pack, and like the pack like started kind of like backing off. He he dove all the way down into the inside. Okay, got a clean shot. Horse took off. He, little spur job fucking horse. And he's like, well, lane's closed up here. Fucking whoo, steers the horse in. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. What am I watching? A fucking guy like going, hey, watch out. Woo, woo. Horse racing would be a lot more interesting if they made it into like. Do you remember that game Road Rash on the Sega Genesis? Yes. Yeah. Made horse racing like that where you could like carry a club and fucking whack the other jockeys with it. Or kick them? That'd be way more interesting. I would watch every horse race after that. Well, I guess they do do a little bit of kicking. No, like, I want to see a dude out there swinging a chain over his head, just fucking, like, trying to chuck somebody off their horse with it. Uh, Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Or a guy with a nightstick just bashing somebody else. Okay. All right. So, when... So, okay, back to, to, you know... Back on topic for a moment. Johnny Appleseed (laughs) here. Uh, (laughs) So, when he was discharged in 1956... He would enroll at the University of Colorado. Uh, he would. This is where he would get at his uh, master's degree in music. This guy loves his music. Wow. <laughs> Talk about a degree that's not going to pay the bills. Mm. Uh, he would actually star in a couple of musicals. You may oh. or may not know them. Huh. Um, they're pretty well known. 
I wonder why that, mar- that marriage didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that you might know, you know, probably both of them. Oh, God, I hope it wasn't Oklahoma. Oh! Oh, Christ. <laughs> What's the other one? I used to have to watch Oklahoma as punishment when I was a kid. What's the other one? I don't know. I also don't care. Okay, fine. South Pacific. Never heard of it. No, it's another one. Wasn't that the one with the fucking robots where they fought the, the Godzilla thing? What? That's Pacific Rim. Never that mind. Was Pacific... <laughs> the kaiju? I don't fucking know. The Godzilla thing. I don't know. They had the robots and they fought a fucking Godzilla. Yes, they fought fucking kaijus. Okay, well, was that the one? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say kaiju, I always think kaiju. I'm like, damn. No. I feel it sounds so bad. It's not. Jesus Christ, it's Japanese. I know, I know. Okay. I'll get myself, you know, in trouble. Gonna get yourself canceled, you idiot. That's <laughs> <clears throat> uh, alright, I don't care. It's like uh, Gojin in Japanese, like in wrestling, that's white dude. Gaijin? Yeah, it's white dude, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, or See, out, the, well, technically, isn't it Gaijin, Gaijin it, is it, outsider? It, when it comes to wrestling, it's generally white guys, because there's not a lot of, like, uh... You know, like black pro wrestlers leaving here and going to Japan. So uh, yeah. usually, usually white dudes. Oh, okay. Whiter dudes. I don't know. Well, after graduating uh, from his like third college, uh, University of Colorado, and he still hasn't done anything that's going to make him <laughs> no. able to pay a fucking mortgage. Exactly. He would head back to Texas. Uh, where he would take a job as a music professor at the University of St. Thomas, which was a private college in Houston. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Uh, he would be fired for allegedly having an affair with one of the male students. That'll do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was reported by the... Especially, Houston- what, in the 70s in Texas? Uh, no, nah, this is more like... Late 60s? Uh, 60s. Okay, I'm surprised they didn't drag him behind a car in Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> Merle, get the truck. Nope, yeah, nope, well, there's already like, chains yeah. in it. Go yeah, get this it. This is like early 60s. Like oh, yeah. Maybe like late 80s, late 50s. So like maybe 58, 59. I'm surprised he wasn't like a skeleton on the back of a fucking F-100 at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pelvis hitting all the speed bumps but so well i guess the college did a pretty good job of cover up i mean because supposedly that's what it was was having an affair with a male student yeah but i mean the college reported you know kind of reported to the houston chronicle um that they let he was let go for quote-unquote health issues of an emotional state. Well, technically, back then, homosexuality was considered a mental health disorder. True. So, I mean... How dare you be the gay? No, but what I'm saying is, like, if, if that's the case, then they were not lying. He was re- he was released for a medical issue. True. Which isn't a medical issue. It's, uh, no. you know... You thought you were just, you know, wrong, and yeah. you needed to, you know, be put away and all that good stuff. Well, electroshock him. Uh-huh. I guess, yeah, being let go because, you know, you, you were a gay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I guess that, that is, uh, um, would be considered a health issue, yeah. I guess you're right. At the time, yes. Now, yeah. no. No, no. No, that would be just called discrimination now. Yeah. And you'd be, you're in, then they would get sued. As they should. Yeah, exactly. You know. So, throughout the 1960s, Apple White was obsessed with... Well, uh, never mind. No. What? Saying being a private college, they can 
do that anyway because it's a private college has no government funding it's paid for by the students so they can fire you for anything it's a private business so they can kind of do that yeah but that's kind of that's discrimination but they don't really have to follow the same ship because it's a private company yeah, but even a private company can still be sued. Back uh, back then, it was harder to do so. Anyway. Uh, you're probably right. Well, anyway, so throughout the 1960s, Applewhite was obsessed with the space race. And in particular... Fucking nerd. <laughs> he was a se- obsessed with the moon landing in 1969. Please tell me he thought it was fake. <laughs> no. God damn it. This would have been so much more interesting. <laughs> no. He saw this as, quote-unquote... A giant leap for mankind. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him and fuck you for saying that. Yeah. Ugh. As a groundbreaking moment in history and his opportunity to start his own spiritual voyage. Fuck this guy. This we L. Have... Ron Hubbard wannabe motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, you goofy looking shit. Yeah, we we have gone to space. We've landed on the moon. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. This I, all the, all this work that I put in, now I can start my, my yeah. organization. Yes. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Do you know how many Nazi scientists it took to put a man on the moon? A uh, lot. A, few. a lot. A few. And we stole them fair and square. We so did. We, we, we this guy can yeah. suck a thousand dicks. Probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Hey. You know, he saw this as, as his time to shine and... You know, it, it brought him, he felt that, hey, listen, if we're flying to fucking the moon now, and we're landing on it. He'll be landing in Uranus soon. He will definitely be landing in somebody's Uranus. I mean, Never mind. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is back in the good old days when Pluto was still a planet, though. Yeah. Uh, so his true voyage into the bazaar began in this 19- fantastic voyage yes <laughs> slide slide <laughs> god how many more terrible fucking references can we make i don't know let's find out oh we're gonna probably get there uh so his true voyage into the bazaar began in 1972 when he was committed i'm sorry i mean hospitalized <laughs> for a mental breakdown same thing <laughs> Uh, he would tell his friends that he was considering giving up relationships, but he yearned for a companion. So okay. he didn't want to have the sex. He just wanted to have uh, just a, someone. He needed a friend. A friend. That's what he needed. Yes. But uh, anybody that got close to know this guy was like, oh, he's fucking weird. I don't want to be friends with him because he's fucking weird. Well, that's not the case because every once in a while. This is where he would meet a woman that would change his life forever. Who's also weird. Yes. This woman is Bonnie Nettles, who at the time was 44 when they met. And she was married and had a was a mother of four. Uh, she was working as a nurse at the hospital, and she convinced Marshall that he was, quote, uh, I'm sorry. He had quote a purpose. And I don't that... know why when you when you said he had quote I thought you were gonna say hemorrhoids. I have no <laughs> idea why. Just the look on your face. I'm like he's gonna tell me his hemorrhoids. Yep. Yep. He's yep. got hemorrhoids. No. And he, uh, she also told him that he quote that God had kept him alive for a special reason. Ugh. Yeah, to make everybody else fucking miserable. Yes. 
uh, these would these two would become best of platonic friends yeah. and bonded over their shared interest in astrology, mysticism, and new age ideologies. Yeah, braided each other's hair and stuff. Yeah, kumbaya, <clears throat> yeah. fucking, you know, let's smoke a little smoke. I highly doubt this guy ever even, like, put eyes upon marijuana. You don't think so? I don't think so, dude. He's way too much of a fucking nerd for that. Yeah, you're probably true. Have you seen him? Yeah, yeah I know. He's a I, fucking I, dork. Of course I've seen him. Jesus Christ. I remember when he, you know. He's a huge dork. This shit fucking broke about the goddamn thing. And they were like showing like a fucking like. You, this, the, he's the guy that would have referred to to a joint as a marijuana cigarette. Yeah. yeah. Not even like a jazz cigarette. No, a marijuana cigarette. A left-handed cigarette. No, he's a fucking dork. <laughs> the devil's cabbage. <laughs> devil's lettuce. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, before he... Um, so, before we actually go any further with this little love fest between these two, you know, platonic friends. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, friendship. Well, you know, whatever. It's, I think they're having the sex. Maybe not. I don't know. So why don't we get into some of the background on the other half of this dynamic duo? Okay. Yeah, so we'll get under the, you know, into... We're going to get to the other half of the dynamic duo. You know, the bat, the Robin to Batman or Batman to Robin. I don't know which is which. In this He's situation. definitely Catwoman. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'll go with that one. Queen of the Thieves. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so Bonnie Nettles was born Bonnie Lou Trousdale. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible name. Yes. Oh, how uh, unfortunate. <laughs> she was born on August 29th, 1927. Uh, she was raised in Houston into a Baptist family. Uh, and as an adult, she moved away from religion. After becoming a registered nurse, she uh, married a businessman by the name of Joseph Siegel uh, Nettles in December 1949, with whom she had four those four children that I spoke of. Her brother is Greg. I'm sorry, his brother is Greg Nettles, the uh, Yankees third baseman. Oh, maybe. Well, no, not a very common name. Could um, be. You never know. Um, I don't know. Neither do I. That's why I'm making shit up. You probably are. Wait a minute. Now. What? Nettles? What? Dude, Greg Nettles played in like the 70s, like oh, when my I mom know. was still watching the Yankees. Oh, probably could be, yeah. possibly. He was on the team when fucking uh, Thurman Munson forgot how to fly a helicopter. Ugh. Well, just like, uh, I don't know. Good catcher, bad pilot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so their marriage remained mostly stable until 1972. When this hussy Marshall Applewhite <laughs> saunters into the fucking situation. This son of a bitch. <laughs> he comes in shaking his ass, and she's <laughs> like, I've got to get me some of that. Her husband's oh, like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm going to fuck me that. He, he looks like a fucking sock puppet. Why do you want to hang out with him? Because he looks like he looks fuckable, and I'm going to fuck him. He's like Charlie Brown if he did a bunch of meth. So, according to the New York Times, their marriage began to deteriorate due to Nettle's belief that a 19th century monk named Brother Francis frequently spoke to her. Fucking excuse me? Yes. And gave her instructions. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I didn't know this part of it. I knew he was crazy. But... Yeah, well, she, she yeah. was, you know, 
crazy well, crazy attracts crazy. It's true. She was definitely uh, one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. I don't know how she was a nurse. I think she flew into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> one flew into the ceiling fan is what happened here. And so furthermore, all, uh, Nettles all also often conducted seances with mediums in order to contact other uh, deceased spirits. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, a circle group was held every Wednesday at her house. Uh, in relation to this, Nettles also studied uh, astrology, theosophy, and uh, the occult. Okay. Surprise, surprise. <clears throat> uh, in 1972, Nettles went to see... Uh, multiple fortune tellers who told her that she was soon to meet a mysterious man who was tall with light hair and a fair complexion. Now, when you mean light hair, you mean very little hair. That would be Marshall Applewhite. Well, it's, this is light hair. So so he had, you know, like, he was blonde. Yeah, but there was also not a lot there, so. Well, as he got older, yeah, yeah, true. Um, this uh, spoiler alert. What this description was fairly close to Applewhite's appearance. Well, I mean, you also just we just spent ten minutes explaining how these two got together. So I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't going to be fucking Burt Reynolds after all this time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, it could have been. Well, no, because he's tall with with dark hair, Kevin, and he. Uh, oh, that's true. You know, that's also, true. not a cult leader. Yeah, that's true. Okay. If he had been, like, I'd have grown the mustache. Ah, uh, okay. All right, all right. Brotherhood of the Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For some reason, you always got to be chewing gum. Uh-huh. Yep. It's true. Continue. And you, get to, and, and, you have to, and you have to have that little laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was a fucking treasure. He Yes. So, unfortunately, that's actually all I could find on body nettles, um, as far as... You say unfortunately. Yeah, well... Uh, I don't. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't much backstory on her, you know, before right. these two met. So, uh, so yeah, so let's take a break here, and then we'll come back and we'll finish off this little episode. Yay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're back. So... Uh, well, where we left off was with little, you know, how Bonnie and Clyde met, you know. The most boring version of Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, well, Bonnie and Clyde, how they met, and then, you know, but the backstory of between the two. So, um, now, where we left off with them was that they were actually getting a little cozy with each other, uh, and... Bonnie was filling Marshall's head with a bunch of feel-good stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, she was communing with a fucking monk. The, the godhead. And, and, uh, and he was, you know... So thinking, she was crazy and he's gullible. Is yes. what we're getting at, yeah. And he, yeah. And he was obsessed with outer space. Because he's yeah. a fucking dork. And liked music and, and musicals. You know, so he would saunter around the house and... This guy was only like 140 IQ points short of being Elon Musk. Probably. I know. So, for a period of time, they opened a bookstore together in Houston that focused on astrology, uh, theosophy, and uh, and metaphysics. Oh, you mean like every goddamn bookstore we have here? Yes. Where you can't find a true crime book within like 100 fucking miles of our mm-hmm. of our town? Because it's all new age bullshit. 
Yeah. Yeah, one more fucking book about crystals, and I'm going to throw it out the window. <laughs> At one point, uh, sometime after opening the store, they would go on a camping trip to Oregon. Should have uh, stayed there. <laughs> no, I'm not Got their sure. asses eaten by Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what they maybe ate or if they took something while on this trip. But... Both of them came to this little funky realization that they were, according to them, the two witnesses that were described in the book of Revelations, who were, um, these two witnesses were the ones that were described as being those that were destined to be martyred and then resurrected before a disbelieving world. Was one described as a crazy bitch and the other as a human Q-tip? Possibly. Okay. Well, maybe then. Possibly. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've never read the, that part of the Bible. Actually, let's be real. I've never read any of it. No. Um, but that seems like the most like rock and roll part of it. Now, this is where <clears throat> this is. I mean, I don't know why this is like, you know, was a thing, but I I, I had to include it because you know they either were tripping or they were like, hey, look at that cloud. Yeah. MK that Ultra. Looks, that one looks like a monkey. That one looks like a gorilla. Oh, that's a horse. Oh, hey, look. That one right there looks like a UFO. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I mean, then they kind of became obsessed. They're like, oh, huh, hmm. Then they developed a perspective that interpreted biblical passage, passages in the light of contemporary... Uh, of the of on, oh, let me start that again. They developed a perspective that interpreted biblical passages passages in the light of contemporary thought that extraterrestrial contact had happened. Okay, they believed that Jesus had ascended to heaven, the uh, the level of above human, or T E L A H. Okay, so that's the next level. Okay. Uh, in, into a spacecraft, and that Applewhite had arrived on Earth from that same, like, realm. Okay. So because him and Jesus spared a, shared a, the same space Uber at different times? Yeah. They, they're, they're buddies, you know. This is this is stupid. And he, he brought so and he brought <clears throat> brought with him the heavenly Father in the person of Nettles. So apparently, you know, he uh, not only did you know Nettles not probably be- realize it, but she actually was an alien. And but Applewhite knew that he was an alien. These people are crazy. <laughs> right yes okay just making sure i'm not i'm not the person that's crazy because none of this makes any goddamn sense yeah well at all she she was so fucking crazy that she came back from this little camping trip with uh apple white and um she quit her fucking job makes sense but i'm done why not and not only did she quit her job she quit her family. She abandoned them. One and the same. <laughs> and, yes. And to join Marshall on his uh, his little, 
I'm well on his little journey. You know, and this is, I believe, where the wheels kind of come off the wagon for the two of them. I don't think the fucking wheels were ever on the wagon. I think they were in the <laughs> wagon and they were just dragging it around. <clears throat> you know, for some reason, I knew that you were going to say that. <clears throat> for some strange reason, I knew you were going to be it's like It's almost nah. like we've known each other for like 20 fucking years. Yeah, exactly. So they came to believe that they were aliens that were from the next quote-unquote level. No. <clears throat> sent to Earth to recruit humans to join them. When uh, they make the journey back to space. Definitely no. Yeah. Uh, so they began preaching about a new life in outer space, gain, which gained them uh, attention and notoriety. And I'm sure not all of this was good, good attention because, well, they're talking about things that were not really possible during this time and were kind of fucking wacky. Kind of? I mean... Okay. I mean, about going to space and all that shit, you know, going to live somewhere else. I mean, now, now if they were talking about that, they would be kind of, they'd be looked at, I think, you know, as kind of. If they're talking about going to space and living there, yeah. they'd own Twitter. <laughs> true. true. Like I said, there's a lot of similarities there. You know. Yeah. I mean, I still think they would, you know, be looked at like they were. Elon like, fucking Musk is nuts. probably still more fun to hang out with this than this fucking turd. True, but I still uh, think that a lot of people would still look at him and be like, "You're fucking, oh, probably. you're fucking crazy. What's up with you?" Yeah, probably. Um, so for two whole decades, they these two wacky folks, you know, were still preaching their their shit, and they then kind of gained themselves a title and they the title they got was that they were referred to as the quote-unquote the two the two okay yes uh they would sometimes call themselves bow and beep or peep sorry bow and peep. oh for fuck's sake or can we just jump to the point where they kill each other or themselves <laughs> and just oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, or they would call themselves Doe and T. Oh, for fuck. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Bo would be Applegate and Peep would be Nettles and Doe would be would be Applegate why and T is, you know. Why couldn't the ATF have found these guys and burned their compound down Uh, instead? You know, I don't know. in place of. Either way. I um, mean, I have no clue. Uh, In 1975, Applewhite and Nettles uh, persuaded a group of 20 people from Oregon to abandon their families and possessions and move to... You know, morons. Yeah. yeah. Salt of the earth. Yes. You know, morons. Uh, so, so they abandoned their families and possessions and moved to eastern Colorado, where they promised that an extraterrestrial spray, uh, spray craft, <laughs> spacecraft uh, would take them to the quote-unquote kingdom of heaven. And I bet it looks suspicious, suspiciously like the USS Enterprise, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, that's funny that you say that because they were actually fans of a fucking Star Trek. Of course they were. 
Yeah. Because he's too much of a dork for Star Wars. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, Star Wars is too spicy for this guy. It's it's funny that you kind of said that because, well, it may not come to a surprise, but yeah. Apple White and Nettles were fans of the show Star Trek and of the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker. He should have had a close encounter with a 38 special. <laughs> <laughs> so when these uh, recruiting people to join them they were calling the group um like i had previously said at, at the time one of the names they called themselves was uh him so at this point in time they were called him <laughs> or human individual metamorphosis now they would have to go by he him <laughs> Well, so no. they didn't get canceled, you know. No, because it's human individual I, metamorphosis. I was making a joke about. I know, the, I know about all the uh, the silliness. I know. Yeah. So this group uh, was a mix of uh, apocalyptic Christianity with belief in extraterrestrials and UFOs. Okay, so the first part of that sounds pretty rad, and then you're like, oh, then they're throwing aliens. You're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't, Why though? Yeah, I mean. Don't extraterrestrials and UFOs kind Why can't like... we just get into, like, the fire and brimstone and the end of the world and shit? And then it's like... <clears throat> I don't know. Fucking Zoltek from the <laughs> goddamn moon or whoever is going to come down and pull just these uh-huh. just these 30-ish weirdos away and be like, y'all are the core. Yeah. <clears throat> You're the best thing that humanity has to offer. Fuck all these scientists yep. and smart people. You guys are dumb as fuck. We're taking you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but back to the uh, you know the moon base and stuff. Hey, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's I, just, I don't either. <laughs> these I don't know, but so they felt that people who wanted to join them would have to give up all their earthly pleasures and be ready to leave the planet on an alien spacecraft for a better life <laughs> at a moment's notice. Yes, their followers would be told that when the spacecraft arrived to take them away. The earthly bodies would would evolve into extraterrestrial form. I don't think that's what's going to happen. No, no. I, as soon as I said I I read this, I went, "When the fuck did we become fucking goddamn uh, Saiyans, <laughs> caterpillars, <laughs> or yeah, you know, or 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 yeah, or uh, Pokemon?" Oh no, he's evolving. Well, these ones you have to you have to beat in the head with a dumb stone. Oh, and that's how they evolve. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a. Oh, okay. So well, like, how, there's, how, there's some that you have to have a, a moonstone for. This one, I think you actually just kind of grab like a piece of whatever's handy, uh-huh. just cave their fucking head in, and that's how they evolve. But is it their their last, you know, like evolved form? I don't care. <laughs> I can't explain to you how much I don't care. Do I feel bad these people are dead? No. No, I don't. Fuck them. Ah, uh, no. No. Fuck them all. Uh, so, yeah. So their followers would be told that when this... Uh, yeah, hold on. I get read that. Um, so, anyway. So they would go on, uh, on tour across the country recruiting others to join them. In Waldport, Oregon, after recruiting... After a recruitment meeting, 20 people, like I had said, left their homes to join him. Their families... Now, the part I didn't mention about the 20 people leaving was that the families kind of thought that they just up and disappeared. Because they did. Yeah, because they were gone. 
Yeah. Um, now, uh, one guy named John uh, Craig walked out and his wife and kids to follow him. Asshole. Uh, he did leave a note for them that read, quote, <laughs> I'm going to Florida to catch a spaceship. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> so, so you probably, what an asshole. <laughs> so probably, you know, his wife's like, the fuck is he going to fucking man i dodged a bullet i should have oh fuck i did have kids with this idiot why is he going to nasa did nasa call him and be like hey you want to take a ride in the space shuttle yeah because we're looking for the dumbest people we can find in oregon to become fucking astronauts hey you know never you never know man they sent chimps into space that are smarter than this guy (laughs) probably like fuck uh, oh my god so in 1976 it's so frustrating to hear people (laughs) that are this stupid that made it this far in life. I know. You know, it's like, why? Yeah. You should have died as a teenager like God <laughs> intended, because you're fucking clearly stupid. <laughs> uh, yes. Your final, your, your final destination should have been death, but <sighs> Jesus. You know, somehow you avoided it, and you're fucked. You know. Well, it will be death. You should have been killed by a rogue garbage disposal years ago. Yes. But somehow you avoided it. You fucking it. outsmarted it. Exactly. You rascal. Uh, <laughs> you pesky little bastard. Uh, so 1976, Nettles announced that the doors to the next level uh, were now closed. The group did <laughs> no... came f- out wearing the thing. Yep. Last call. <laughs> Closing up. <laughs> the spaceship doors have been... What? Any other fucking dummies want to come with us? No? Cool. All right. More space for us. We got cake. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. So the, gr- the group, yeah, with this knowledge that, hey, the doors were closed because the room was filled. Um, so Fucking idiot. <laughs> the, group, the group did no more prosthetizing and began to concentrate on teaching their followers. In 1977, they received a windfall. Uh, in the form of a large inheritance received by one of the members. They oh, yeah. Be- That's yes. our money now. They began to rent houses in which to live, but moved frequently to avoid attachments to any location or home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also withdrew contact from family and friends. Hey, boilerplate cult stuff. Yep. Uh, they had several brushes with the law uh, throughout this time, and... When those that could not, no, it wasn't, um, well, it wasn't, okay, let me start that again. They had several brushes with the law when those that could not handle the message, all right, I mean, those, that was maybe a little harsh, no, they couldn't handle the message. Actually, it was more like they saw through the bullshit Ah. and left the group. Or as they would have thought they couldn't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Because these people are like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. (laughs) You are not material to go to the next level. I should, I should have got, I shouldn't have tried to go to space. I I need to go home. I have kids. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I have a family that's counting on me. Uh, Uh, you, you are not, uh, what was that? That fucking line from that game show. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, 
Uh, <laughs> no whammy, no whammy, stop. Stop, yeah. Shit! <laughs> I, I love those. Oh, dude, cartoons. I do too. It's like, that's why I like to, like, Supermarket Sweep, I loved, uh-huh. which is also why I love Guys Grocery Games, except they get to cook too. Ah, uh, that's it's true. Great, good ass show. Uh, so, not only did this, um, you know, the trouble coming, because the, the, those people that left, you know, got in touch with the police. Uh, uh, yeah. But also some of the uh, family members of those still in the group accused Applewhite and Nettles of brainwashing uh, them or their relatives. Of course, because <clears throat> uh, they did. They would also claim that uh, Nettles and Applewhite had stole uh, from them or their family members. Because they did. Probably. Maybe not. Well, I don't th- know. That's how they got all their money is some dude's inheritance. Yeah. Well, uh a husband of one of the members accused them of fraud, stating that they had used his wife's credit card without her knowledge. This ended with the two being arrested. The charges would be later dropped against them because the wife actually came forward and was like, no, no, it's not the case. Actually, I knew about the charges um, on the credit card, and I'm fine with it. It's, it's all good. Idiot. Yeah. Uh, so when the expected transition didn't occur, everybody's like, well, fuck, you know, it doesn't occur. The group settled in Texas and lived a quiet communal experience, practicing disciplines that they believed would prepare them for the eventual movement to a quote unquote higher level of existence. This was one of the major upsets that the cult, uh, this is one of those major upsets that happened to any cult, you know, when your first, you know, proposed, um, your, your first batch of idiots leaves. Well, no, no, your first, uh, well, yeah, first batch of idiots leaves because, you know, your, uh, quote unquote, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, claim that, uh, you know. Your, your move to the a next dimension, yeah, ascension would, would happen, or your ascension would happen into the world, or whatever, you know, and it doesn't happen, you know. Yeah, people tend to get a little disillusioned when uh, yeah. you call for the end of the world and it doesn't happen, you know. Uh, so you know their their prediction never came true. Uh, this would not be the last of the bad omens to beset the group. The next would happen at the hands of Bonnie. Okay. In the early 1980s, uh, Nettles became ill from cancer. In 1983, she had one eye removed, but the cancer continued to spread. It eventually affected her liver, and then in June of 1985, she died in Dallas, Texas. Oh, and he's about to go fucking bananas because his... Wow. Uh, not so much. Um, because... Uh, her death seemed to contradict the group's teachings. Oh, know, because she died. Yeah, because <laughs> she died. She didn't ascend. Yeah. But Applewhite was later able to justif- explain and justify her moving on ahead of the group. <laughs> yeah. 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 She went on to make I mean, sure the path was clear. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you got to have someone, you know, go ahead. You know, she, she, she took one for the team. <laughs> She's the away team. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She died, but, you know, listen, it's okay. She just went on ahead, 
you know, she actually, you know, <laughs> that too. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of uh, the beginning of uh, Heaven's Gate. And, you know. God, I wish be- it was the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is before uh, they kind of make that move to California and start setting up shop to make uh make their final ascension and they come into contact with Hale Bop or Hale whatever the hell it's called. I say that right? Yeah. No, it's Haley's Comet. Right? It's Hale Bop, no. yeah. Hale Bop? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah. it was some fucking comet they thought there was a goddamn space shuttle or something. I don't remember. It was actually in the tail of the comet. Sure. You know what? We'll get into that next week. And we'll talk about that. I'm so excited. And maybe we're going to even watch some video so we can see how dead some of these motherfuckers were inside. And how they were like, I don't know, weird. Oh, and by the way, everybody, there is a website for Heaven's Gate. And it's still still active somehow. Still active. I don't know why strange as shit i don't know why i was active in the first place (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah so that's uh that's part one or a or b or whatever i hate these people i hate them all (laughs) i know you would but you don't hate them just you know because they're they're um doing like bad things to no i hate them because they're gullible fucking idiots yes and they're doing something real stupid that yes they should be able to see it's really stupid because these are grown adults you know like with jobs and mortgages and shit and they can't see through the bullshit of this to go oh maybe this is a bad idea <sighs> yes but listen they're you gonna know? go to a better place no they're so... not no they're not they're gonna go to the fucking morgue all right maybe. on the on the fucking in the sweet, sweet arms of uh, barbiturates and applesauce, if I remember correctly. I, I don't really know. Remember. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. I don't remember, but uh, I bet you we're going to find out. Oh, God, I can't wait. You know. Super can't <laughs> I'm wait. I'm sure you can't. I am so sure you can't. <sighs> Fucking A. Anyway. Speak, speaking of not being able to wait. Go over to studio.com oh, and find yourself... Some headphones or earbuds or a Bluetooth speaker, whatever you may be in the market for. You throw that in your basket and you go to checkout. You put in Dark Windows 15 at checkout and it'll get you 15% off your entire order. Also, while you're on the internet, because the internet's a magical place, go over to patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows podcast. Join us. We're not a cult, I promise. Um, we're not going to take all your money. We just want $5, uh, a month and, uh, you'll get uh, access to our ever growing back catalog and all of our new episodes. And we release a new episode every week on Patreon. Um, a lot of them are fun. Actually, no, no, hold on. They're all fun. A lot of them are just episodes that we couldn't have done in a long form episode because there's just not enough information about it. Um, like this last week, we did uh, uh, probably one of the most entertaining wars that's ever been fought on on the planet, uh, the War of the Emus in Australia, which was so much fun. Uh, the emu battle. Spoiler alert: there were no casualties on the uh, the Australian side. No, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, but you can also go over to Facebook 
you can find the Dark Windows podcast. Uh, there's a there's actually two things on there. We have our page, which is um, kind of like more like the business end of it. You can leave us a review there, kind of you know whatever it is what it is. Where the magic happens is on the Dark Windows podcast group. That's where you'll run into all the other weirdos that listen to this show. And we have some real interesting conversations on there. Um, a lot of good people. So it's uh, it's fun. Uh, not everything on the internet is scary. No, wow. No. Ooh, that dude got hit in the fucking face. I'm part, like, didn't you hit the catcher's glove just right in the goddamn melon watch? Here it comes. Flap! Maybe it'll straighten his fucking eyes out. He'll actually be able to call strikes. Asshole. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we've also got some other stuff in the works, which uh, we're waiting to waiting to hear on, which could be also very exciting for everybody. And uh, yeah, you can find us individually on Facebook. My name's Kev Carlton on there. My name's actually Kevin Carlton, but because somebody decided they needed my primary account more than I did. Uh-huh. I had to go with my my back my backup. I've His been a backup alias. My my backup. <laughs> I've been a bad boy account from when I got banned constantly for being an asshole. Um, and he's Kevin Hire on Facebook. Uh, yep. uh, Speedy eight hundred two on Instagram. I am Kevin sucks at stuff. Uh, there's underscores between all of that. There's you know I I very rarely post anything on there. Um, I posted a pile of wood last night, which I'm turning into signs for a. Uh, a friend's uh, PTO fundraiser run that they're doing, which is going to be fun. Uh, I'm not doing it. I'm just making the signs. I ain't running for fucking nothing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I think that's it. Right? I guess, yeah. Anything else? I kind of zoned out. Yeah. I I, I, I really did because I... I know you zoned out because I made it all the way through all that stuff with like very little interruption. There was no, uh, it was weird. We kind of flew right through that. I kind of expected more interruptions, yeah, Dick. I know. I didn't. But you, you know, I, I don't can't know. interrupt myself. I mean, I did when that umpire got hit in the face. But fuck oh, that without guy. interruptions of what the last part? I was talking about the whole fucking thing. I thought we were no, gonna, no. I thought you were gonna harass him more and more. Oh, I will. I will. Once we get to the the the, the fucking meat and taters of the story, I will be harassing. <laughs> The dog shit out of these people. They'll be glad they're dead. Because mm. if they'd heard this, they'd go, wow, he's really mean. He, you know what? You're right. Because fuck you guys. He is a dick. Fuck you guys and your stupid Nikes. <sighs> anyway. Until next time. <laughs> when we talk about <laughs> these stupid, stupid people again. My name's Kevin. He's Kevin. Uh-huh. And this has been the Dark Windows Podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think what he means is just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Uh, that was that was uh yeah. That was pretty good though, wasn't it? That was pretty That, that was, was fucking smooth, buddy. Yeah, it was it was obviously to take it back a little bit by that. I know. You need you need a sponge? <laughs> Thank you.